0: They would rather have the man not be healed than for Jesus to break the rules. Sometimes we're so intent on going to church on Sunday, we're not willing to help the people who come to church on Sunday. My title though this message is not Let Us Have Church, but Let Us Have A Church. Not just have church, have church is for us to get up and praise and worship and rejoice. But there's a big difference between having church and being the church. This is Jerry G. Martin, and welcome to the Light of the World broadcast. Jesus went to the synagogue for service and he met a man with the withered hand. While he was concerned about the man, the Pharisees were concerned about whether Jesus was going to break the law. Church should always be about reaching people and ministering to their need. Come and go with us today as we continue to walk in the light of God's word. Now the Pharisees looked at the man. Jesus saw the man. How did I know the Pharisee looked at him? Look at the next passage. The Pharisee and the teachers of the law were looking for a reason to accuse Jesus. So they watched him closely to see if he would heal on the Sabbath. Is he going to heal today? Let me see if there's anybody here in need of healing. Uh-huh. Let me see what he going to do. Now, listen, we talked about the Pharisees so bad last week. But I'm telling you, you still got Pharisees that come to church on Sunday. They're looking at people and they want to know what are they doing here? why are you at? Where are you sitting? And all of that. That's the Pharisee. They're not looking at somebody that needs something. So I'm going to ask the Pharisee to cut that out. We're here to reach people. We're here to reach people with issues. We're here to reach people who are trying to find Jesus. We're here to reach people that got all kinds of, sometimes they have a swivel hand or a swivel heart. So there's a pharisaical spirit that will come up in the church and you don't even know you got it. So here they're saying, I'm watching him to see what he gonna do. Now they're not there worshiping. They should have had their hands up praising God and listening to the word of God. They're not doing that. They sitting there checking out everybody. Let me see what they look like. How come they sitting over there? How, what they got on? And, and look at them. You know, look at that. Well, What they doing here? You know, they ain't got no business here. So I'm pharisaical too. I'm talking about me. There are times when I see some young man come in. He's got his cap on. I'm like, how come he didn't take his cap off in the church? Somebody go over there and tap him on the shoulder. Tell him to take that hat off. They did that one time. And he got up and walked out to service. And I said, hmm. Would I rather have him hear the word with the hat on? Or would I want to run him off because he don't have the hat on? The the Bible don't say don't come in church with no cap on. The Bible talked about having your head covered for one thing. I'm just saying all of us got stuff that we don't want people to cross the line that we draw. But I've been talking about that for weeks. How are we gonna reach people? Until we get through with our checklist. We ought to have the same checklist Jesus has. It is the sick that needs a physician, not the one that are well. They ask him, Is it lawful? We wanna stick with the law. We don't care about the worship, we don't care about people. We just wanna follow the law. What's the law say? Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath day? Now, I want you to notice how those who were known for studying the Word of God, studying the Scriptures, obeying every command, was not concerned about the possibility of this man being healed. They weren't concerned about that. They were concerned about every dot, every tittle, every crossing of the T of the law. I want to follow the law. I don't care about this man. They were more interested to see if Jesus would break the command that do not work on the Sabbath day. The the Bible said do no work. If you heal somebody, that's work. They would rather have the man not be healed than for Jesus to break the rules. They'd rather not be healed. Sometimes we're so intent on going to church on Sunday, we're not willing to help the people who come to church on Sunday. So my, my, my title of this message is not let us have church. <laughs> let us have a church. Not just have church. Have church is for us to get up and praise and worship and rejoice and do all the stuff that we do. But there's a big difference between having church and being the church. Being the church is opening the loving arms of Jesus Christ and welcoming people to come on in and hear the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. He'll change your life. He'll touch your life. People are hurting and people are suffering and people got issues and they don't know, uh, they have no hope and they're trying to find a place where they can have some hope. And the church ought to be the place where they walk in, they find Jesus Christ, they find hope and help. They had a question in their mind. Is he going to heal somebody on the Sabbath day? They asked him, is it lawful to heal? And then Jesus said to them, if any one of you have a sheep and it falls into a pit on the Sabbath, will you not take hold of it and lift it out? How much more valuable is a man than a sheep? That's what Jesus said. If your sheep fall in the pit, you're going to leave it there till the next day? Or you're going to get it out? Uh, We're going to get it out. Well, that's work. This man is in a pit. See, they had a, a question in their mind. But Jesus had a question in his mouth. Would you get your sheep out of the pit on the Sabbath? How much more valuable? Listen, people are important to Jesus. And people ought to be important to us. People are important to Jesus. I have to work harder than anybody not to be critical of people. I'm just telling you, I have to work hard not to be critical of people. I have a way I like for people to be and act and respond. That's the way I like them to be. And so I have to be very careful. I have to be intentional not to be critical, for real, because I can talk about you. I have to ask the Lord to help me with that. And you need to ask the Lord to help you with that. People are important. When we see people as Jesus see them, then we'll often see their need and an opportunity for us to minister to them. Then Jesus said to them, I ask you, which is lawful on the Sabbath? To do good or to do evil? To save life or to destroy it? But they remained silent. He asked them, okay, is it it lawful to do good or evil? Is it lawful to save a life or destroy it? They didn't have nothing to say. So the answer was obvious. As long as you're doing good and saving lives, God is good with it. As long as you're doing good. You remember that was a... Jesus had his disciples with him one time. And they came and said, hey, uh, Jesus... There's some other guys over there, they're preaching and they're laying hands on people and they're ministering to people, but they're not with us. They didn't come with us. They weren't with us when you taught us in the middle of the night, when you anointed us, when you told us to go out. And uh, I don't know why they're doing that. We ought to go stop them for they, they ain't with us. And Jesus saying, if they're doing the work that I ask them to do, I'm good with it. They don't have to be like us. They don't have to be with us. If they're doing the work that we're asking them to do, as long as we're doing good, as long as we're reaching people, our methods may change. We may be unorthodox in the way we do it. But he says, as long as you're just bringing them into the kingdom, I don't care. And many of us, the reason we don't reach people, we're expecting a supernatural anointing to reach people. But you don't need a supernatural anointing. You just need to be nice and loving and kind that's an anointing that you need listen in fact if you are out of church on Sunday reaching people for Jesus Christ I'm good with that if you call me say pastor I'm going down here I'm just feeling my heart I need to go down here and minister to a group of people I'll see and I'm I'm not going to be there I'm not going to say no come on to church no get on out of here I'm good with that. I'm good with you not showing up on Sunday if you're, if you're ministering and reaching people. Now, if you're sitting at home waiting on the Dallas Cowboys to come on, uh, <laughs> say them, the Lord rebuke you. <laughs> but if you're out reaching people, if you're out doing the ministry work, if you stopped on your way in to be a blessing to somebody because the Lord prompted your heart, go over there and, do, and be a blessing. Go on and do that. Unless y'all just want to have church. I'm not talking about having church. I'm talking about being the church that God calls us to be. Jesus knew what they were thinking and said to the man with the shriveled hand. Now, here's Jesus. I like Jesus. Jesus wasn't scared of nobody. He said, y'all come and mess with me. I'm finna mess with y'all. He said to the man with the shriveled hand, get up and stand up in front of everybody. Come here, stand up in front of everybody. Jesus didn't go off in the corner and say, come on. Let me just, uh, I know they're they mad, so let's just do this on the side. Let's go, out and let's go out in the vestibule. No, he said, stand up in front of everybody. And so he got up and he stood there. Notice the man was not intimidated by the Pharisees and the teachers of the law. He didn't say, well, they, they might get mad at me. Now, when you got a need, you don't care about nobody else getting mad at you. When he had the opportunity or the possibility of Jesus changing his life, he responded and the Bible says, so he got up. Many people don't receive what the Lord has in store for them because they're intimidated by other folk in the congregation. There are times the Holy Spirit will be saying, get on up and go up for prayer, but you won't go because they might think something wrong. They might think I did this. They might think this. Listen, when you need to get with Jesus, you can forget about what everybody else is thinking. <laughs> You just need to press your way right on in. Says you don't live at my house. You ain't got to deal with this rival hand. I got to deal with this rival hand when I leave here. So I don't care what you think. If there's a possibility of my getting healed, my getting blessed, my getting over my issue, I'm going on up there. I'm getting me some prayer. I don't care what you think. When it's your time to stand up, get up. And stand up in front of everybody if you have to. Stand on up. Don't worry about being embarrassed. Just stand on up and say, I'm here to get my needs met. I'm here to get my blessing. I'm here to respond to what God might want to do in my life. This man stood up anticipating what Jesus was going to do. Let's look at what happened. Then he, Jesus, looked around at them, the Pharisee, in anger and deeply distressed at their stubborn hearts. And said to the man, stretch out your hand. He stretched it out and his hand was completely restored. Now listen, you don't see Jesus getting upset but two times in the scripture. He didn't get angry when he was hanging on the cross. He didn't get angry when they were beating him. He didn't get angry when they spit in his face. He didn't get angry when they put the crown of thorns on him and they whipped him down the road and they stuck him in the side. He didn't get angry. When did he get angry? When he saw the people and the money changers in the temple. And this says he got angry at the Pharisees again because they keep messing with him when he's trying to reach people. This is Jerry G. Martin, and thank you once again for joining us as we have brought the Word of God to you, and we are hopeful that your life has been enriched and that you have been encouraged. It is such a privilege to come to you, no matter where you are. You may be in your home or your automobile or your place of business. If you would like to hear today's message again in its entirety, you can do so by going to our podcast at The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. Again, that's The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. You can also join us on our website at LOWCF.org. Again, that's f.org And as always, I invite you to be our guest at The Light of the World. We meet each Sunday at 10 a.m. at 16161 Old Humble Road.